You are listening to the Aaron Evans podcast. This podcast is for the skinny dippers, the seekers, the stargazers, those that want to dream big, bet high, fall in love again and again, those that want to break free and know their highest self. Thank you for your attention. You can follow me on Instagram at Aaron underscore Evans or check out my website, AaronEvansYoga.com. Buckle up and thank you for tuning in. I woke up this morning and I was so grumpy. I felt inadequate. I felt entitled. I felt discontent. And then I looked at the calendar and I realized it was Thanksgiving. So I sat down, put pen to paper, and I started to journal. Hashtag grateful, hashtag blessed, hashtag good vibes only, hashtag abundance, hashtag love my life, hashtag FML. It's not how I felt. And I couldn't shift it through pen to paper. I still felt upset and irritated. I looked back on my weekend and I had such an outstanding weekend. I ran a race with these phenomenal women we podiumed. I had dinner with the greatest people I know and laughed the whole night long. So why do I feel this this sense of emptiness? It made me begin to consider how the human mind jumps between the two. It jumps between supreme elation and gratitude And then it goes to the the depths of despair and why bother? The Buddhists, the yogis, they tell us that your desires, passions, will lead to more pain. And unhappiness also leads to pain. So I'm kind of confused. Which path doesn't lead me to pain? But in that lies the answer. A person who is on the earth to wake up knows that pain is par for the course. Calamity is part of what being human is all about. There'll be days you don't get your way. There will be jobs you will be passed over for. You'll lose loved ones. You'll get sick. You'll have a bad day. And and we're not above that. We don't get a hall pass from pain just because we meditate, listen to podcasts, write in our journals, and try to be really kind people. It doesn't work that way. And within the pain, there is something being gifted. There is an awareness, an awakening of a place where you are not free, a place that you are triggered, a place that your um, corrupt human mind is active. In the Yoga Sutras, I won't dive too deep into it, but there is a sutra that says that the reason we are in suffering is because of five elements of the human thinking condition. The first is our ignorance. We mistake the beautiful, pure, universal energy for our physical form. So we're mistaking what is eternal for what is going to wither away and die. The second is our strong cravings, desires, passions, because they can so easily lead us down a path of addiction. 
it felt good yesterday, so today I'm going to need a little bit more to feel as good as I did yesterday. The third is the things we push away, avoid, don't like. And the fourth is our ego that says, I'm better than you. Or it says, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as you. And then lastly is our liking living, our our attachment to our lives. And I've said this before, but in, in shamanistic cultures, they wear a human skull on their left shoulder to remind them moment to moment how freaking close they are to death. So let's dive into all of those five ailments that create more suffering. So that first one, the mix-up of the universe with our personality, with what's happening in our lives right now. Thing about ignorance is you don't know, you don't see, you don't know, you don't know until someone or something brings or points it out in you. It is uh, an area where you were unable to see. A student of mine approached me and said, I'm wondering if you'd be interested in some feedback. And I'm a glutton for improvement, so I say, hell yeah. She said, I observe that you use gender normative terms in yoga class, and I'm wondering if you'd consider making it more inclusive. I get my back up. It was not what I expected. I feel defensive. I'd say that's gender normative fragility. How could I possibly change and why would I, why would I not use man or woman? I stew, I vent, I open. She suggests I use words like folks or people or person. I soften. Ignorance is the lack of information and knowledge and you are not even aware you're doing it. I actually had never considered that my words were casting others away. I've since then changed my language and the lens through which I look. Every moment describes you as you are and gives you the opportunity to decide if that's who you want to be. Desire and attachment. My God, our desires drive every moment of our lives. We wake up, we want coffee. We're hungry. We're going to go for a run. We are getting our work done. We want to get our hair did, our nails did. And it's all driven by my desire, like what I want. And a desire is so important because it directs my life. My desire shows me what I am invested in, what I believe in, and where I'm headed. Problem is that it's a slippery slope. It is so easy to tip to one side, meaning I become addicted and attached to fame, getting my hair did, getting my nails did, that second cup of coffee. So we're treading lightly to follow our desires, but to remove the desires that are less than. Aversion, avoidance, and hatred. Oh, Lord. So what we are averse to, what we resist, persists. And what I'm saying is there's many things in this human life we may not love to do, but we have to do. If we care about the health of our heart, we'll need to exercise. If we care about the health of our family, we'll have to keep a clean home. 
If we care about the health of our business, we'll have to do our administrative duties. So we do these things, but sometimes we might be so averse to a person, a feeling, a conflict that we refuse to even go near that. And if that's the case, there's a lot of information for you there. What are you pushing away, avoiding, rejecting? Your ego. The ego is so necessary. The ego gives you confidence to stand up in front of a group of people. The ego gives you confidence to pursue dreams, to paint that picture and think it's worth a penny. But the ego is such a a sneaky little snake in that it so often knows itself through comparison and competition. I'm sizing you up. Are you better or are you worse? Are you more beautiful, more rich, more successful than me? And, And the thing about the ego is when I'm being comparative and competitive, I'm not on my own path. I've let the center of my center be you, another success, failure, when in all reality, my job is to play my part. Your job is to play your part. And we're supposed to do it fucking well. And then the last thing that keeps us on the wheel of suffering is liking living. Uh, Yeah, Erin, I like living. I think everyone likes living. It's why our species, species, don't know how to say that word, is still in existence because we like living. The entanglement occurs here when we start to grip and hold on to our lives the way they are. We start to believe that that we refuse this idea of death because life is everything. But the yogi knows that life and death are two sides of the same coin. That when we live, we live audacious and bold. We, We get after it. And when we die, we give our life, our energy over to the universe. I'd like to leave you with one of my favorite poems. You have been telling the people that this is the 11th hour. Now you must go back and tell the people that this is the hour and there are things to be considered. Where are you living? What are you doing? What are your relationships? Are you in right relation? Where is your water? Know your garden. It's time to speak your truth. Create your community. Be good to yourself and don't look outside yourself for a leader. This could be a good time. The river is flowing fast and it's great and it's vicious and there will be those who will be afraid. They'll hold on to the shore and they will feel as though they are being torn apart and they will suffer greatly. Know that the river has its destination. The elders say that we must let go of the shore push off into the middle of the river and keep our eyes open. Keep your head above water. And when it's over, see who is there with you and celebrate. At this time, we are to take nothing personally, least of all ourselves. For the moment that we do, our spiritual growth comes to a halt. The time of the lone wolf is over. 
gather yourselves. Banish the words struggle from your attitude and your vocabulary. All that we do now must be done in a sacred manner and in celebration. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Hoppy Elder. There you have it. It is totally normal to be in a funk. And it is our job to go backward and track our patterns. Because once we know ourselves well enough, we'll understand that our suffering is often of the same quality. Go back to the root and cut it. A friend of mine often says, if you don't want it to grow, don't give it light or water. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. If you liked what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast.